Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing mechanics. Well, on this podcast, we're going to continue in our series on things that weaken the immune system. So we want to continue along that line. And as I was driving into the clinic today to do the podcast, I was thinking, I wonder if people out there really know how depression, fear and anxiety, um, being critical, uh, judgmental, actually lowers your immune response. So I'll say that again. I'll wrap up and summarize this podcast in, in a nutshell. Being judgmental, critical, hyper-responsive, depressed, unhappy, angry, mad, lower T-cell response, cytotoxic killer cell response. That's the ones that just go, our cells are like Pac-Man, they just go after things. Change cytokine uh, messaging and chemokine messaging chemical messengers between the uh, immune systems, the kinins and prostaglandins, there's many of them, and interleukins. And so the chemical messages actually change. When you have a poor message, emotional message, philosophic message to your external environment, to the world, or to yourself, if you're a stinking thinker, if you like to critique everyone who's not wearing masks or who is wearing masks, if you're upset at Republicans or Democrats, if you're hypersensitive because you think you're owed something by the world that plopped you into this speck of dust hurling through the Milky Way galaxy, if you think you're, you know, God's gift, which you're not, you're just a hunk of protoplasm laying around, um, throw you in a blender and you're, you're a bad protein shake, if you really think you're all that in a, a box of chips, guess what? It lowers your immune system. And when you're in a pandemic, you don't want to do things that weaken the immune system. So, Fred, what are you saying? Well, we could go through stacks of research. I really don't want to go through tons of this stuff because I realize that some people don't even look it up. I, I'm hoping there's a couple people that... You know, instead of Googling what the World Health Organization says about masks or no masks or protective gloves or driving with your top down with your mask and your gloves down by yourself and your, uh, and your convertible and how ridiculous that looks. You know, wearing a mask at home when you're by yourself, that, I mean, that ugh, makes no sense especially with the COVID, uh, back, uh, COVID virus, because we know that they're everywhere. I mean, we're wearing masks six months after the uh, pandemic broke is kind of like, um, you, know, you know, asking someone to wear a condom at the baby shower. You're a little too late, okay? What does this all mean? Well, let's look at emotions, you know, being hypercritical, judgmental, and let's just let's just dive into how that affects things. If you're hypercritical and you're judgmental, 
that means that internally something's not meeting your goals. Um, something's not meeting your personal desires. And that changes how your, your brain chemistry works. You start filtering, you start looking for reasons to be upset, reasons to be annoyed, reasons to be offended. That's how your thalamic filter works. That's the structure in your midbrain where all sensory information comes in for, inter for uh, sensory integration, summation, and filtering. Um, for those still working on neurology from like 10, 20 years ago, they would say it would be parts of the, you know, dorsal medial lobe and all that. But, you know, that's pretty much behind the times. Though they're not teaching thalamic filtering recently, people listening to my podcast will be up to date on um, the basic uh, the basic physiology and neurology of the, of the CNS and brain. So your thalamus unconsciously has all this information coming in. In conjunction with the cerebellum, some of the limbic system, we know how to react to things. So some of us look down and see a snake, we're like, oh, grab it, I'll put it in my collection. Some of us scream and run. Some of us feel an ache in our low back and we freak out, oh no, my disc is going out again. I'm not gonna be able to do my lifting meet. Or my knee hurts, oh, I can't do my tennis match. Or they hear their child scream, what is it now? Or, oh no, this could be life-threatening and they go running off, usually new parents. So how we manage our emotions actually is how we're going to manage our immune response. Lots of research out there. And if you want to get into this, it's called effective immunology. So that's A-F-F-E-C-T-I-V-E, effective immunology. Okay. Google that you will find some new articles, some research. And what they're trying to do is look at the emotional immune response continuum. Is a continuum, how you respond to things. What I'm gonna open up today with is what I'm gonna close with a little bit today is they're actually looking, the basic science researchers, on um, immune memory. And we're not talking whether you've had COVID or not, whether you've had chickenpox or not, whether you've been exposed to H1N1 or not, or that bacteria that is on the toilet seat that you always sit on and you forget to wipe down and you're wondering why, you know, everyone's getting COVID. You guys know it's oral fecal, right? But we'll leave that alone. And you're not washing your eyes. You're still not washing your eyes. There's nobody talking about washing your eyes. And you're wondering why everyone gets sick. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, we will throw basic science and reality out the window for political expediency because everyone is lemmings out there. For the non-lemmings out there, understand that where research is going in the immune system is looking for memory from emotions. Globally, your body has to respond to the external internal environment. We understand that. That leads to homeostasis, a balance, not too much, not too little. You want everything in the middle. You want that nice balance. We call that homeostasis. That is health. If someone's healthy, okay, there's, it's a dynamic process. It's not a static state. It's not like a car. It's not like a rock, okay? It's not like your golf driver in your golf bag, okay? 
it's it, like right now it's hot outside. I go outside, I start to sweat to lower my temperature. That's dynamic homeostasis. Physiologically, my body has to get the heat off or I'm going to overheat. Or the majority of time in Minnesota where I am, I walk outside, it's cold. I have to shunt blood to my liver, kidneys, brains, and major organs to keep them from, you know, dying and getting hurt or injured. So that dynamic of just walking outside, I'm still healthy, though I have two complete reactions to the external environment at that time, right? You can have two completely diverse reactions to the external environment within minutes. Let's just keep talking about today. You walk outside, it's 95 degrees. You walk into the clinic, which my patients call Fred's Meat Locker because I keep it very cool at 68. I don't like to be hot and sweaty when I'm running around adjusting people. And guess what? Some of my patients know to bring their sweaters and their jackets when they come in here because if they can't stand 68 or 70 degrees, sorry, I'm I'm not turning it up to sweat for you. So they know to wear a sweater. My daughter works with me now because, uh, of course, St. Paul um, Park and Rex closed all the swimming pools because they're afraid of a modified SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is already downgraded, and they think chlorine won't kill it, which makes no sense. But, you know, maybe, maybe COVIDs are different in their world and in their brain. But they closed all the swimming pools. Okay, great. Okay. They close the swimming pools. She's a lifeguard. So she's working with me at the clinic. She's thin. Guess what? She has to wear her sweatshirt when she comes in here. So when she's walking out the door with me on Wednesdays, did you grab a jacket? Did you grab a sweater? Did you grab a hoodie? Because toward the end of the day, you're going to get cold. And so that's a dynamic health response. Your emotions have a dynamic global physiological response to maintain homeostasis. So if you're depressed or you have anxiety, that imprints something on all your cells, especially your immune cells. That's where the research is going. So you know how to react to the next infection or attack. Let me give you an example. If you have H1N1, if you get the flu, you want to be slightly depressed so you're not moving, you want the brakes on. You do not want to be going around trying to run and hunt and gather if it was 10,000 years ago. So you want to lower your serotonin supply, so your body will do that. It will coordinate with the immune system, your central nervous system. They will coordinate their dance partners, by the way, close dance partners, your immune system and central nervous system. They will coordinate and actually slow you down. Now, if it's just like, I don't know, let's give a good one, which I like, coronavirus OC43, a nice COVID virus, common cold, mild symptoms. Hell, you could probably work out. Most people go to work. Most people cough and hack on their friends and neighbors if they got that coronavirus and uh, probably didn't even know what OC43 was. Probably still don't, okay? But if they had OC43 guess what? They're going to work out. They're going to work. They're actually need some sympathetic 
because they're kind of fighting off that infection. They're a little under the weather. They actually need some stimulation. So their CNS will stimulate because they know that virus is not that bad and you can continue your work and your activities of daily living. You guys getting it? It's a dance. So your immune system will actually pick up pieces of information to coordinate with your limbic system and your dorsal medial lobe and part of your frontal lobe to control some of your emotions. So it also works in reverse. If you're constantly, let's say you're faking being depressed. Faking being depressed means staying home. You really don't have low serotonin left. That's what I mean, faking. You're actually, you know, depressed, but you don't have the low serotonin levels yet. So you're down. You have the blues. You know, your wife just left you. Your pickup truck died. Your dog left you. And you lost your job. Sounds like a bad uh, country song. Country song. So all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting at home eating bad food, not moving, your, your central nervous system says, hey, we must be depressed. Your immune system says, hey, I have memory when I'm depressed and having these bad thoughts, these stinking thoughts, guess what? This is, this is, the, this is the program I run. This is the password. So imagine that if you're upset, you're your central nervous system types in a command to all the cells, including your cells of your immune system, this is how we should react. Wow. Let me say that again in a different way. If you're anxious, there is a program, or in football we call it a play, there is directions given by the central nervous system, your brain, for how all your cells should react. That's a big deal. That's where we're going in some of this research. So if you're hypercritical and anxious, you are going to be more sicker. I've had uh, people tell, and I'm not going to get in the mass debate, it, it's, it's pointless at this stage. We're a little late. Um, ugh, just a little late. It's like someone telling me how they should train for a meet or should I tune up my bodybuilding show or, or whatever, and it's two weeks before the show. And I'm like, you could quit now, and whatever you got now is all you got. You're not getting any stronger in two weeks. It just doesn't happen. You know, you should have asked me 20 weeks ago. We could have done something. So it's the same thing here. You know, if you're anxious or hypercritical, that changes how your immune, respo- your immune system responds to infections, to ba- bacteria, viruses, fungi, molds. It also changes global inflammation. We know regarding the immune and inflammatory responses of our body, the biggest challenge in the future is to understand how different life events can permanently mark immune cells and make them prone to develop an exacerbated immune response. So in other words, say, you know, you have the flu and it's bad and your parents break up at the same time. 
there's all this emotional response that actually imprints on your immune system. That completely imprints on your immune system. So you know what that does? The next time a milder flu comes back, you overreact. And you're going to have those emotional triggers with it. And you won't know why you're upset. And just to review for those who uh, haven't listened to a couple of those older podcasts, when we're talking about cause and effect, we know that depression weakens the immune system and causes susceptibility to all illness. Now, let's go back to the illness part. Major and long-term illnesses also cause mood disorders, such as anxiety and depression. In some cases, illnesses or conditions may, call, may have the same triggers as depression or anxiety. So, you know, I tell people, be careful, you know, with being critical, thinking you're always right, thinking you're always correct. I know people are like blowing up over so many things right now. And it goes to show me that we're a sick nation. And I just don't mean mental health politically, but I mean immune system and nervous system. It's almost like, you know, a kid looking at me, a teenager saying, I don't understand why I'm drunk. They just drank four beers. And then the 21-year-old drinks another one. I don't understand what's going on. And they have another one until they're vomit and they can't stand up. Well, dummy, it's because you're doing those things that get you drunk. I don't understand why I have a headache, Dr. Clary. Well, it's because you're hitting your head against a brick wall. Stop. Stop hitting your head against the brick wall. Yes, your stinking thinking, your hypercritical attitude, you being a jerk to some people, lowers your immune response. So don't make other people put on a mask because you're a jerk. Stop being a jerk. Strengthen your immune system so when the bug comes, your immune system can chew it up so you can protect your neighbors. If you're wearing a mask and keeping clean and doing proper hygiene, which we probably should have been doing all along, then you have to do mental health hygiene, attitude hygiene. That's way more important. It's also harder. It's a lot harder to control your stinking thinking. It's a lot easy to put a piece of paper over your face and hide yourself from the world. Try interacting with the world and making it a better place. We know in current research that those hospitalized with severe infections are 62% more likely to also have a mood disorder. What came first, the mood disorder, the mental health, the poor attitude, the stinking thinking, or the weakened immune system that made you sick? What came first? We may never know, but I know, you know what? I brush my teeth two times a day, at least, whether I need it or not. I take a shower every day, whether I need it or not. Summertimes I take it two or three times. My wife can't stand the amount of towels I use because I like to be clean. I, and I also work out, so I get sweaty. I don't want to be swassy all the time. 62% of 
of those hospitalized with severe infections also have some type of mood disorder. That's not being studied. I don't even see that at all. So that means 62% of all those with COVID-19 in the ICU and hospitalized, if we can extrapolate this research from the Journal of American Medical Association Psychiatry, that means 62% of them have a mood disorder. I'm going to say it came first. It came first. It takes a while to develop a mood disorder. You don't have someone cough on you and 14 days later, you have a mood disorder and need ICU. Now, as far as autoimmune diseases, autoimmune diseases were a marker. 45% greater risk of depression. So people who have Graves' disease... Um, inflammatory bowel disease, lupus, MS, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis, abnormally low or high immune system um, activation, were at 45% greater risk for mood disorders such as de- depression and anxiety. What does that tell you? Do the math. I'm just going to round both numbers, the 62% and the 45 to 50. Half the time, We're dealing with a mental health problem, a thinking problem, an attitude problem versus an immune system problem. Now, I know people are going to say, Fred, some people can't help it. You're absolutely right. Some people were born with poor wiring, slap your parents, it's their fault, and they need help. They need medications for their mental health disease. You know, they need work. They need therapy. What I'm trying to show you is the same parts of the brain in the limbic system, in the dorsal medial lobe that's right over your, right up above your left eyebrow. In those areas for our thinking and our wisdom and our insight and our mood control, those areas are usually affected or weak or damaged, also damage our immune system. Or weaken it. So don't weaken your immune system. If you have to go see a psychiatrist or psychologist, go get worked up. Go see your doctor if you think you have anxiety, depression, you're grumpy, you're hypercritical, you're, you know, whatever mental health thing you think you may have. Ask your friends if you think you need help. Some of them will tell you you need help. You have an attitude problem. It may not be an attitude problem. It may be clinical mental health problem, mood disorder. Go get it fixed so you can help your immune system. And those of you who want to end up with a mood disorder and a weakened immune system, just keep being hypercritical. Keep judging. Keep saddening yourself. Please keep putting expectations on other people that you can't fulfill in yourself. You could never do it. Expectations that other people think the same, would act the same, and always would be more perfect than you will lead you down the path to not only some type of mental health problem, but we do know now, which is amazing, weakened immune system. Go out there, strengthen your immune system, help your neighbors. And this has been another 
Fact Podcast. 